From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, well. Very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you. We had a little bit of uh, issue getting uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels in, in frame and our camera, and it was just one of those things. But I think we've got to kind of sort of figure it out, and we'll see if the, if the uh, Internet and everything is going to behave. Things happen on Monday morning. Good morning. This is Patrick Timpone, and <laughs> sometimes it does. And it's OneRadioNetwork.com. It is the 22nd of Aug, 2022. Uh, Michelle Lamas Dawson, uh, Recall Healing Lady, a really fascinating gal. We're going to start a little bit early because of a time constraint for her, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. And then Steve Falconer. Steve, do you know Steve? Boy, you're going to like him. Space Busters, Steve Falconer, Space Busters. He's really into some fascinating things when it comes to the uh, the cosmology truthisms of the world and where we are and what shape the earth is in and all of that and Steve Falconer. So we got a great week for it. We're probably going to end up doing one or two other folks too um, before we get, get out of here. If you'd like to be on the show, 888-663-6386. We had some rain, so I haven't checked the 800 number, but I will as we get started here just to make sure it's working and I'll reboot if it's not. We're on the fourth when, uh, Monday of the month, and that brings us to Dr. Jennifer Daniels, who looks pretty sparkly, and she's in the great country of Panama, and you're on your phone. I mean, you're really a geek to figure that out. How'd you do that? I mean, really. How'd you do that? How'd you figure it out? Computer did not work, and I said, okay, we've got to use the phone. So you went on your computer, and your internet's not working, but we don't know yet. You haven't figured it out yet. It's got all the signals saying it's working. It's got the fan. It's got all the bars on the fan. It's, <laughs> it's got the drama. It's got the symbols. You click the symbols and then bam, the screen goes up and says, I'm, we're thinking about it. Yeah, we're <laughs> thinking about it. We're not there yet. So then I um, went to change the computer internet to have it share the phone internet. Uh-huh. And not today. We don't want to play nice. <laughs> I'm checking the 800 okay. number. Okay, plan three. Let's go to plan three. Let's go Telephone. to plan three. Uh, looks like I'm going to have to reboot my phone. But I'll do that too while we're talking. So good morning. Other than that, how are things? How are you doing? What's going on? Well, things are great. Taekwondo is going really Taekwondo. well. Taekwondo. Yeah, they're letting me work out with the black belts, and I've done well enough where they've invited me to compete in the national tournament. You are going to compete in the national tournament? National Panama Taekwondo Tournament. I'm rebooting the phone. Are you going to be competing against uh, boys or girls? Uh, I don't know. Either both or just women. I'm in the age group, the over 60 age group. So they give you a little slack, huh? I don't have to compete with the teenagers or the 20-somethings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have different uh, age and weight categories. Yeah. Hmm. So what if you have to compete with the boys that change to girls? Just kidding. Oh, I think I could beat them for sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. We can get those guys. Oh, God. Did I, I? I heard on the radio, and I may have dreamt this. But there's something going on in Panama with rising water. Utter BS. It's it's just be the story. Let me just let me just tell you the story real quick, and you tell me. It was on NPR, which is total propaganda, yeah. and they said that the waters in Panama were rising because of global warming. Seriously, I heard that on the radio. Um, I think the waters might be rising because it's the rainy season. <laughs> well, no. no. It's climate change. You know it's climate change. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, the climate always changed. We called it weather, and we had a weatherman. <laughs> it's hilarious for me. <laughs> That old-fashioned tradition. Old-fashioned tradition. But the weather is under the control of humans. 
So when I was a kid, we understood that humans could not control the weather, and therefore we had a weatherman who tried to predict the weather that was coming. Right. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, they said global warming was causing the waters to rise in Panama. And I said, what? People in Panama totally unaware of it, totally unaware. The beaches are the beaches. They have not changed. There's no beaches washing away. Um, we do have water levels changing. It's called the Panama Canal. We raise it a few feet. The ship passes. We lower it a few feet. There you go. That's it. That's it. Nothing that's more. That's the whole story. Nothing more. If water levels are rising, then the Panama Canal would shut down, mm-hmm. and that has not happened. There you go. You have. Whenever you hear a report like that, you have to say, okay, if what they're saying is true, what else must also be true? So if water levels are really rising, then the Panama Canal would be flooded and dysfunctional. It wouldn't be able to function, right? So since the Panama Canal is moving very nicely, both of them, by the way, we have two, (coughs) then we know that that report is not true. Right, yeah, yeah. Any more people without being restless in the streets and all of that, like what's happening? Anything else going on there? I'm sorry, your phone is cutting out a little bit, so you're going to have to talk real clear and more slowly. Go ahead. It evaporated as mysteriously as it showed up. Really? Hmm. Really, without any demands being met or anything. Just bam, gone. Gone. Kind of like the virus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's probably because of whoever pe- people they were paying to do it, they ran out of money or something. Yeah. <laughs> or they decided they no longer needed it done. Or even even more impressive, the people on the other side who were losing money because of it said, look, either you guys get your act together or we're going to start executing people one by one by one. Now, what's the- <laughs> oh, Remember, this is not a first world country where you sit, sit around the table and sort, sort stuff out. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How bad do you want it, and are you willing to give up your life? Oh, you're not? Well, you need to step aside. <laughs> step, step aside. Step aside. So yeah. this this monkey business thing is, they're really trying to sell it here on, on mainstream media in this country. You know, they really, they want to try to make this thing a big thing. Anything going on yeah. with monkey business down there? No. no. People here act to celebrating birthdays and yeah. playing the drum music and just really getting back to enjoying everyday life yeah 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 would you like a little insight into monkeypox yeah we've done a few shows but i love your insights what do you think's going on they're taking chicken pox shingles and genital herpes and just relabeling it that's it super simple uh Oh, uh, yeah, and then these things erupt from time to time and they're just relabeling it? Exactly. They are what they are, they're what they've always been, and they're simply relabeling it. It's like uh, chicken pox, genital herpes, shingles are all exactly the same thing, a connective tissue gelatin deficiency of the skin. Mm -hmm. That's it. But in order to get people... uh, to control, to submit to control and obey orders and take drugs, they created this herpes theory for this virus that everybody has, by the way. Mm-hmm. So if everyone has a virus, how come this person gets blisters and that one doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. And the answer is this one's got enough collagen and that one doesn't. And so simply all you need to do eat more collagen. If you're squeamish about pig ears and pig feet, I get it. Then all I need to do is buy a bucket of uh, gelatin made from cow skin and take two to four tablespoons dissolved in water or however you want to get it down. That's that Great Lakes gelatin? That's one you could use, but I'm sure there are many good brands. Sure. But the point, that is the core. It's just, it's that complicated uh, there's nothing else to it. There's nothing to create a fuss about. So if you have a low collagen situation, I can basically rub against your skin and bam, you're going to break out in blisters. And that's where the sexually transmitted disease theory comes from because when you have sex, it's friction. Given friction. Yes. Mm. And wearing a condom what reduces friction. And so the medical industrial complex is, is trying to convince you that this condom is prim- Preventing the transmission of the virus. Yeah. When really, using the friction, 
And so you're not getting the blisters because there's not any wear and tear on the skin and your low collagen condition is not an issue. Mm -hmm. Now, getting the destroys your collagen. And so that's why we have this outbreak of psoriasis and blisters in people who've had the vaccine. So there is no monkeypox any more than there's any herpes. Hmm. In terms of as a causative agent of disease, maybe there's something called herpes, don't know, don't care, don't matter. The point is, if you have enough collagen on board, you're not going to have any symptoms, you're going to have a comfortable, uh, wonderful life. Comfortable, wonderful life. Yeah. Well, as you probably know, they're, they're running the whole idea that this is a gay thing in this country. Have you seen that? And... Uh, Right. You need to understand that. It has nothing to do with gay anything. What it has to do is establishing the government's right to govern your sexual bedroom practices. That's all it's about. So as soon as we all gang up on the gay people and say, yeah, yeah, the government should regulate their sexual behavior. No, 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 no. Then the government says, okay, great, we got them regulated. Now we're moving on to the heterosexuals. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's, ah, established our right to regulate your sex. So here we go. I believe you're right, dear. I believe you're right. It's always been about control, right? It's all, it's My camera, it, I don't know what it's doing. Well, that's all right. She's on her phone and her camera keeps moving. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. I know I, I've seen uh, uh, one of the websites I go to to check the news is pretty conservative, you know, right wing. And they're all piling oh, up yeah. on the gays and saying God is killing them because they're not. You know, it's just terrible. It's terrible. Now, remember, the monkeypox is not fatal. They've had high millions of cases and trying to find a death or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody dying from it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. God knows what would be in this monkey box vaccine that they just <laughs> magically... Chickenpox, all the deaths, 100% of the deaths from chickenpox have been from people who've received medical care. Can't die from chickenpox if you don't receive medical care. You, you sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> Connect the dots there. I'm, yeah. So what's, what's the dot connection with just any medical care or the vaccine? Once you get symptomatic pox, P-O-X, they're all pox. Any blister in the skin has historically been referred to as pox. Oh. Whether you call chicken or monkey or alligator <laughs> or eagle pox, whatever word you put in front of pox, all pox means the blister in the skin. Okay. I see. So pox, from whatever cause, has only been fatal when you add medical therapy to it. Meaning when you try to get rid of it or kill it or something? The medical therapy is what kills you. Just let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's be mm-hmm. We don't need any fancy theories here. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the doctor. Oh my God. Wow. What a trip. Here's your first email from Juan. What are some natural cures, oh, we love that word, for scalp psoriasis or conditions where the scalp seems to always be pushing tiny clumps of waxy-like material up through the hair follicles? Is this an attempt by the body to detox or just a form of hormonal imbalance? Nothing to do with hormones. Um, it is definitely your body trying to detox. So you need to take a look at your diet and clean it up. Generally, if you can put more vegetables in your diet, more vegetables, more organic, more water, and then you can wash your scalp with Shaka Kai powder, S-H-A-K-A-K-A-I, Shaka Kai powder. And you can buy that you know, um, online, or it's, a lot of health food stores have it. And all you do is take a tablespoon of the powder at per half cup to cup of warm water, let it set for a few minutes, and then you rub that into your skin. And what that's going to do is it's going to get rid of the dead skin and help your scalp uh, detox and clean it out. But at the same time, clean up your, your diet. But most people find Shaka Kai powder works really nice. Side effects of Shaka Kai is it can be a bit drying, so be prepared to put some kind of oil on your scalp. You can use um, castor oil, almond oil, uh, vitamin, uh, I'm sorry, carrot oil. Any of those three oils are nice. Mm-hmm. Are you still doing the carrot oil on your face or castor oil? Carrot oil? Carrot oil and castor oil. I alternate the two. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's an email from Patrick. Patrick got a little wordy this morning, so we are going to try to 
paraphrase a bit so we don't read the whole thing. Okay. Well, help me out by finding a question mark somewhere. Yeah, in there. I'm going to get right to the thing, okay. right to the thing here. They want to tell you a little bit before they ask, though, so we're going to let, we're going to do that. Question mark. Okay. I'll just do the question mark? Okay, we're going to go right to the question. Um, I will tell you they have dizziness. I don't want to know that. I okay. asked the question. What do you think is the cause for my dizziness? <laughs> and what do you cure if I need it to stop? Okay, right to the question. Okay, stop right there. Right. You're good. The first thing is when you have dizziness is to look for dehydration. So you want to check what is it you're drinking, switch as many of your beverages as possible to water, and drink an amount of water that's equal to um, in quarts to your body weight divided by 50. So that's your goal you're aiming for for the day. For most people, the dizziness will literally mysteriously go away if they just do that. Hmm. Now, uh, the other things, I don't know how its bowel movements are going, but make sure you got three a day of those. So now you can read the rest of whatever and see if it changes the answer. Okay, second question. How do I cure my chronic EBV infection and how long do you estimate it would take to cure it? Do we know what that is? You don't. It has no symptoms. It does not cause disease. It's simply a test that doctors do to get you all excited to spend time Oh, he must have taken an EBV test. Well, with EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, ah. not have any symptoms at all. So what's his real problem? His real problem appears to be his dizziness. Any other symptoms we have there? We got some symptoms like uh, um, swollen occipital lymph nodes, lower mm -hmm. blood pressure than my normal 90 over 60. Used to be 120 okay. over 80. Oh, he's, his blood pressure is The hydration. So if he's not hydrated, it's like a flat hose, right? Mm -hmm. No pressure on the other thing he can do is salt his food very heavily. Ah. So keep going. What else? He does have a white blood cell count of 3.8. Irrelevant. Oh, check this out. Total cholesterol of 139. There's a problem right that's there. That's a problem. So, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> and I'm not a doctor, and that's a problem. Yeah, he's, uh, he's starving himself. However, he's whatever his diet is, yeah. he's starving himself. Yeah. So he has a issue and serious cholesterol deficiency so he, this guy needs some liver in his life like I don't know half a pound to a pound a day mm -hmm. salt pepper onions that's the answer salt pepper liver onions uh, if you want to and he might want to bread it with some white flour dip it in eggs add some salt spice it up serve it over white rice uh, with some I don't know spinach or broccoli on the side mm -hmm. it will feel better literally in two days eggs probably hours some eggs some fat don't send the boy to do a man's job. So eggs do have cholesterol, but they don't have the uh, B vitamins, minerals, and other uh, components that his body's going to need to assimilate the mm. cholesterol. It takes about eight eggs equal three ounces of liver. Mm. And I just told eight ounces of liver. Yeah. So that would be half a dozen eggs a day, which for most people is not really doable. Yeah, Patrick, that 139, baby, I don't know how you're doing it with that cholesterol level. No, he's on the park, guys. He's on the ropes. Yeah, he's on the ropes. Eat some food. Very nice. Obviously, oh, obviously, but he's following a vegan diet. Probably. And so his body, literally, because he has a zero cholesterol diet, is decomposing and devouring its own cells to oh. obtain the membranes and recycle it. And that's really what's going on. Nothing to do with the Epstein Barr virus. Nothing to do with it. Is Epstein-Var as similar as the herpes kind of thing where we all kind of have it? Right. They just name right. them? They just name them so they can treat them? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give that one a name and we have a vaccine for it or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah but we have a multi-thousand dollar treatment protocol. The vaccine is just one of ah, One of many. One of many. Yeah. Wow. And as you can see, once you get then you're immune system gets further debilitated where now you have a whole plethora of interventions you become literally um a veritable atm machine for the medical complex mm -hmm. and whether you decide natural or standard medicine doesn't matter you're still an atm machine and patrick we've done quite a few shows on doing more meat animal-based diets on our website check it out 
and uh, you can learn a thing or three. Here is Ben doing your hi Ben, gin- hi, ben. Do- hi Ben doing your ginger eye wash for three days. One eye seems yeah. to be worse, more blurry and foggy. Do I keep doing it, and for how long? Hmm. Um, so if your eye is worse, and you've got to back up and check your hydration and check your bowel movements. That's important. The next thing you need to check, uh, as far as the eyes, believe it or not, is your collagen intake, because the eyeball is a lot. A lot of it is collagen. So if you don't have enough collagen in your eyeball, then the ginger eye wash can be depleting, and you're going to get more symptoms. Mm-hmm. So I would the eye wash. Make sure you're getting the adequate amount of water. Make sure you're having three bowel movements a day. Obviously, you can go to VitalityCycles.com and get Vitality Capsules, which many people also say does help with their vision. Um, and then increase the collagen in your diet. Why did that thing change Change again? We had Vitality Cycles and I went back. I mean, come on. My computer's attacking me. I'm, I'll change it. <laughs> Thank you. It's always <laughs> We had, remember, we changed it last month, and now it went back to Vitality Capsules. I mean, duh. Can you see that? What's that? Oh, Vita- Vitality. There you are. Vitality Cycles. Look at you, man. Well, I'm glad we were able to pull this off because your internet is wonky, but so it's working on your iPhone. Good job. Jennifer Daniels, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, hi, Patrick. Hi. I have a fungal infection. Oh, and both my toenails... Can you ask Dr. Daniels what I can put into my foot, what I can put into my foot spa to cure it? Is there anything else Dr. Daniels would can suggest? Those little fungus on the toenail, big toes. Get a toothbrush and uh, brush those uh, toenails with Listerine. Come on, Listerine? Yeah, I'm Listerine. <laughs> and um, also, again, depending on your budget, uh, you can put like a half cup of Listerine in your foot bath as you soak. And that's, that works very nicely. What is in Listerine that gets rid of the fungi? Darn to find out that's work. That's hilarious, Listerine. <laughs> and they thought you were crazy with turpentine. I mean, you know. Now, you can do the same thing with turpentine, by the way. Can you? Yeah. No, wait. Um, you cannot put a half cup of turpentine in. No, yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Take uh, a few drops of turpentine on your toothbrush and brush the toenails with it. Right. So I would say five drops of turpentine in toothbrush, brush the toenails. That's it for the turpentine. And then you can soak your feet in the water. If you're going to use uh, Listerine, you can use much larger amounts. Did I ever tell you my, my bath and turpentine story? Many years ago, after I first got introduced to turpentine because of you, but... I read some article about doing turpentine in your bath, you know. I said, well, that'd be fun, you know. And the, the, the article said one capful, right? And I, I put one cupful. Oh, don't do that. Every inch of my privates went on fire as soon as I jumped in the bathtub. And I go, yow, and I jumped out. And they, they were on fire for about two or three hours. It was, don't do that. Oh, no. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Cup and cap are different. You know, cup and cap are different. Oh, man. Does Dr. Daniels have any um, food or supplements advice for a 50-year-old man who has been clean from Adderall meth for eight months after using off and on for 20 years? Oh, good Mm -hmm. for you. Good for you. I have no interest in stimulants at all anymore. I take Vitality capsules, stopped all junk food and sodas, and I drink three or so liters of water every day. He's doing good. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, Well, we're we're getting there. I know my health is improving, but my motivation is gone. All I really want to do is nap and watch TV. I'm not able to focus much on anything. I bounce my legs like crazy if if, if it's still too long. Obviously, I still go to work every day, but... I'm just kind of functional, you know, dysfunctional, no energy. Basically, basically I want to know if there's uh, maybe some food or something else I can add to my diet to supplements to help me with this lack of focus, inspiration, and motivation. Oh, okay. Start with liver. I would do eight ounces a day, either every day or every other day, so you've done it about four times. 
Once you've done that, then you're ready to move to the next level, which is bull testicles. That will give you focus. Bull okay. testicles. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Absolutely. And that will add some purpose to your day. <laughs> you start eating bull testicles and you're going <laughs> to... It's funny. Motivated. Motivated. I bought some uh, sheep testicles at the market. I haven't had them yet, but any advice on how to cook those? Back up against bull testicles. I mean, sheep and a bull, big difference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought, well, I'll try that. <laughs> you know, they have chicken testicles, too, so I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I'm just you saying. Yeah. You don't want to send a sheep to do a bull's job. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny one day when you said, we were talking about the different meats to each, you know, and you said something like, well, if you want to be more like a cow or a bison, eat buffalo, or if you want to be more like a chicken, eat chicken. Yeah, that's <laughs> It's it. pretty true, that's isn't it. it? Yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah, yeah I've been getting some good grass-fed finished bison, and boy, I really like that. Whew, man. Have you had bison ever? Bison. I have some in the freezer. I've not gotten around to, you know, giving it up. Pretty yummy. Pretty yummy. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, and uh, the phone line is working, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I'm glad she was able to get together on the phone and do this thing. Uh, we're going to take a couple breaks here and uh, promote some products. Uh, don't forget the uh, pine pollen is on sale. Pine pollen is on sale. We've got another week and it's the biggest sale of the year. One of the favorite things I like to do for uh, keeping my testosterone levels. I've been using it for 10 years. MIT levels are great, and everybody's happy south of the border. It's just a, a wonderful product, guys. Try it. Uh, use promo code um, RESTORE20, 20% off on the pine pollen, 20% off for the next week or so. And you'll like it. And then you can also get some elk velvet antler along the way, as long as you're at on the website. And there you go. And here's a little thing on one of my favorite things to do these days. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg, who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen. Can I interject one thing? Whatever you want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research it's got over 15 years of clinical studies. It is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases, like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking. Without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around and it is all biologically normal our body uses hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway there is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen there is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial so i use it you know cancer hmm. is a disease of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com, use promo code ONERADIO for a 20% discount, lifetime warranty, one year, no questions asked, money back guarantee for one year. Promo code ONERADIO, 20% off, hydrogen browns gas machine, right now on OneRadioNetwork.com. Previously on our show, we talked to the now legendary Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, and he mentioned sulfur. He's a fan. The conditions in our world and our environment are changing so dramatically that people need to have a whole host of self-help mm -hmm. tools and methods, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm very uh, thrilled about your, your version of MSM. It's the a, it's a right way to go, you know, sulfur is is part of most of the detox enzymes and, and the critical part that is right now we have a much, much higher need of of healthy sulfur than we had even 10 years ago. And so you're, um, I followed your work a little bit, you know, that you're, you're on the right track with what you're, what you are 
promoting it. Well, Dr. Klinghart, we've heard from thousands of people over the year how they really love this product. You can click and order our Pure Sulfur, three prices, United States, Canada, and worldwide right here, or email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com for a discount for more than four pounds. Pure Sulfur, one of the few places where you can get this product. OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, it's kind of curious. Almost all the sulfurs out there, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, they have this uh, silicone dioxide and other things. And the reason being that the product they sell you in bulk is also used in capsules. And so they have to put some things in there, they think they do, to make the little machine put the sulfur in the capsules. They don't really have to because... Well, they just don't know. But anyway, they do. So ours is pure, and that's one of the reasons it works. So many things go on when you take sulfur. People just feel better, uh, just feel a little bit brighter. Uh, I think it brings oxygen around, and also the detox pathways, as Dr. Klingart mentioned, are huge. Uh, that's why I take it every day. I do a tablespoon in the morning, tablespoon at night, or you know, in the afternoon. stays in the body about 12 hours, so we do it every 12 hours. It's a great product just to... Uh, uh, go on our website, One Radio Network, harder away. If you want more than four pounds, just email me, as we said, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. So did we lose the good doctor? Doc? <laughs> I think we lost her. Awesome woman. We Oh, here she is. Oh, there you, you're back. Did we lose you for a minute? I guess. I don't know. Um, a big news alert. So I'm on the mailing list for doctors. Yeah. And so when I talk about these new pandemics, they always alert the doctors first. Oh. So now they have a suspected case of Ebola. Oh. So monkeypox is not getting people excited enough. And so they're gonna they're rolling out Ebola again. They're rolling it out to the doctors, which means they're getting ready to roll it out to the public next. Also, as we mentioned before, the so-called monkey bot pox is just a shortage of connective tissue. Every nerve in your body is surrounded by connective tissue. And this is why it appeared that uh, herpes hit in the spinal cord and jumped out traveling along the nerves because it was just a connective tissue uh, issue. So now they're saying, is monkey pox neuroinvasive? Neural, so now oh, good. Giving monkeypox step by step each one of the features they used to give to herpes. Hmm. I wish I had the video. I would play it. Um, this was out over the weekend on Sunday on Face the uh -huh. Nation, one of those Sunday shows, and they have somebody. Oh, yeah. They have a info babe interviewing Fauci. You know what he's selling uh -huh. now too, as of yesterday. Yeah. Polio, yeah. Case, New York, Polio. Now, so let's just say this Polio. Pretty much every American has been vaccinated against polio. So if indeed there's polio, it means the polio vaccine doesn't work. End of discussion. Just <laughs> stop. Right. right? Because we're vaccinating these kids against polio uh, at ages uh, at least at 18 months, at four years, I think, again, at, set, at 13 years of age. So all the children in the United States are fully vaccinated against polio. And if we're having a polio outbreak, then that means the polio vaccine doesn't work. So that conversation is over before it even starts. Oh, I didn't re realize. Excuse me a second. So just so I understand, they've been giving a polio vaccine, whatever that is, ongoing for years to, to little ones, Doc? Decades. Ever since wow. 1984. Wow. So anyone born thereafter is fully vaccinated against polio. Wow. So if you are, see, 1980 is uh, 20, 40. If you're 42 years or younger, you're fully vaccinated. And I'm over 42. I'm 65. And I had one polio vaccine at the age of five. And, of course, I've never had polio. But, again, the polio epidemic and pandemic, and I talk to people who have polio syndrome, post-polio syndrome paralysis, and every one of them is was, was vaccinated. Well, as you know, there's no evidence there's a polio virus. Never, never been proven. Right, right. So, yes. Yeah. So, what they do is they just get a constellation of symptoms and call them polio. Correct. What they do know 
I noticed polio is found in the wastewater, like where you poop. So what got rid of polio in the United States is when they separated drinking water from the wastewater and got rid of outhouses and created indoor plumbing. That's it. End of discussion. Polio gone. So the fact that polio is even around means that uh, the vaccines didn't work, number one. And number two, because no one's got polio, it's obviously not, you know, yeah. not necessary. Yeah. But certainly, if indeed polio is present, let's concede that, then it means the vaccine doesn't work. So let's not rush out and get vaccinated because we know the vaccine doesn't work. There are two types of vaccines, by the way. There's the oral uh, polio vaccine, which has been documented to cause polio. So in other words, from 1975 to 1995, 100% of all polio cases were caused by people receiving the polio vaccine. Hmm. There's the oral polio vaccine, and then there's the injectable polio vaccine. When I was in grade school in the 50s, they gave us a, it was like a little scratch with glass or something, and he put a mark yeah. on there, something like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, again, um, the thing that helped was separating the water, the drinking water and the wastewater. Yeah. This is why I tell people it's so important to purify your own water at the point of use. That would be your don't drink faucet water. Because if the government really wants to create an outbreak, all they need to do is pour this stuff into the water treatment facility. Bam, outbreak. And like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Social distance. Put a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy is falling. Let's take a phone call. I guess my 809 is working. Good morning. Who's this? You're on the air. Hello? Hi, good morning. How are you? We're good. How are you doing? Who's this? Good. I'm calling in regards to the first email that was sent. Yes. So that, was, that email is from my son. Okay. So he has been doing the Candida cleaner and drinking three liters of water daily. Right. Having three bowl, bowl movements daily, eating liver, beef gelatin, rice, vegetables, taking shilajit, and recommended vitamins daily and taking the turp half teaspoon every two days for the last month and a half. However, his dizziness has been persistent and the fatigue remains constant, oh, especially, this is, this is the especially dizzy, in his legs. Yeah, this is the dizzy man and the... And the and yeah. The, yeah, and the... So... And he also, and not to cut you, he also has limped notes at the back of his head, and they are swollen. Hmm. Is there something he should be doing other than what he's actually doing? Okay. Thanks for calling for your son. Yeah. Hey. Go ahead, Doc. Is he getting better, worse, or staying the same? Uh, he's still the same. Same. Okay. So he should cut out all meat and meat products. Cut out all meat and meat products? So that would be the gelatin, the liver. Wow. Right now, he should do that. And give her your reasoning maintain, for that? Yeah, maintain everything else. And then mm -hmm. do some leg exercises. He can lay in bed and just do leg exercises, like uh, bend his knee and straighten him, bend his knee and straighten him. Maybe get a band to put around his leg and to you know push the circulation a little more. So that's what um, he should do. Mm -hmm. And regarding the lymph node? That's the answer. I just gave you my answer. Okay. So, and, and why, why get off the meat and all that? Uh, tell us why you're saying that. It, it appears he's congesting his system. His system is clogged. Ah. And, he's, and these meats all require, have an increased water requirement. He's already drinking three liters a day. So, uh, I'm guessing he weighs 150 pounds. Let's just throw that out there. And so, he's at his water uh, limit in terms of what's comfortable, you know, what's comfortable for the kidneys. So, the only way for us to clean him out further is to stop the meats. And since he's been doing these meats for a month and a half, he can safely quit them for another maybe three months. In other words, the nutrients from these meats is actually stored in the system. So he's just kind of, he's more congested than anything, clogged. Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that make sense, ma'am? Yes, it does make sense. Okay. Well. Thank you very much. All Appreciate the best. It. Thank you. All the best. You're welcome. All right. 
Thank God for mothers who can get to the point. That's right. Moms <laughs> go right for it. All right. Okay, we have a we have a thirty five year old lady who Oh no. From so young. So young. So young young and innocent. From time to time she says that she gets her carotid artery in her left neck that just kind of expands and feels like a whooshing in her head. She eats very, very well. She eats meat, vegetables, you know. Yeah, that's irrelevant information. I mean, it's not useful information. No, is she is she in the fish and chicken club or is she? In no, the, she's uh, uh, she's an organic grass fed. No, organic grass fed. Her email says that she does really good. Lots of water, exercises, walks. Seems like she's doing well, but this little carotid artery gets whooshy, swooshy, a swooshy noise in her head. Hmm. It's difficult to know because when people say, I'm, I'm eating good, I'm doing everything right. <laughs> no, I understand. Let's just assume she's eating well. Let's assume she is. No, 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 no. Something needs to be tweaked and adjusted. So you just told me she's not going to adjust her food. All right. I oh, no, no, she so can't. If you, so no, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, hold on a second. Tell me specifically is what it? she's eating, then I can't adjust it. I see. So we're going to go up. We're going to skip that. Skip that. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so what she can do is increase her water and decrease her exercise. So let's say her exercise is vigorous. Let's reduce that exercise to simple walking instead of the gym mm. or whatever mm -hmm. and uh, increase her water. That's what I would do. What will that do? Now, she can also put, um, it'll thin her blood so she doesn't get the whooshing. The whooshing is when the blood is temporarily a little bit thick and it's not flowing easily. Ah. So whenever you have a whoosh or vi vibration or the doctors will call it a murmur, it's because the flow is disrupted. And it's disrupted generally by the viscosity or thickness of the liquid. Gotcha. And so if she can... Uh, thin her blood generally it's done by uh, just drinking more water it's the safest way to do it is there anything it that, might be that her vigorous exercise is dehydrating her I see is there any yeah. foods when you have a little thicky blood that you want to stay away from the grass fed meats the, oh the grass fed meats thicken your blood uh, yeah and again a lot of the grass fed meats I, are very bad because they're extra lean and because they're catering to that a health conscious population by cutting the fats out and trimming it now if you're eating like grass-fed ground beef for example it's like 95 percent lean which is outrageous it's not enough fat to properly yeah, you have to have enough fat. Yeah. the meat right you're closer to like 30 percent is what you're looking for well, but we don't have that detail right she's eating perfect so we're going to modify what we do have a little bit of information about so the grass-fed the grass-fed meats are not the issue the issue is you have to have enough fat with them the issue is the butchers who are catering to that crowd no i understand overly i understand, yeah, I understand. Saying, they, i'm trying to let the audience understand is that the butcher overly trims the meats and gets excessive amounts of fats out of them yeah. and i've had the same problem when i try and buy meats from these you know super healthy whatever like I'll buy brisket and brisket the best part of the brisket is it's riddled with fat yeah it's fat yeah right <laughs> and they will trim all that stuff off and you cook it like you should cook a brisket and it's just as tough as leather because the fat is out of it right uh, so I don't know what's going on here but increasing her water and decreasing her exercise uh, should help yeah 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 what does the fat do for the blood? Any effect on the viscosity of the blood, the fat? Well, the fat helps with handling the high protein in the meat. It's a balance. So what your body does when it sees protein, for example, it'll say, oh, let's go uh, repair that muscle over there, that muscle fiber. Well, to repair the muscle fiber, of course, you need the protein for the fiber, but you need the connective tissue, which is the collagen that surrounds it, and then you need the fat, which helps anchor it to the other fibers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you eat lean meat, you can fix the fiber, but you can't fix the other structures that support it. Gotcha. Could, could some food that she's eating be causing the wooshy carotid thing? or Exactly, but we don't have enough information. We don't have enough information, but it could. Could possibly? <laughs> Is that right? Could it possibly, if she wants to look in that direction? Could it be what? Could it be something that she is eating that she could do a elimination diet to see if it stops? Well, I mean, she could just list what she's eating. 
but you know, and I could you know point out what it is. I see. But I see. yeah, this whole elimination diet thing is not it's not necessary if you have enough information and understanding of food. Period. You can say, hey, you know, there's gotcha. a problem right there. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Good job. All right. Um, I have a number of small skin tags in my armpits. Good for you. Does Dr. Daniels have a method of removing them also for moles in the same area? Moles and skin tags in armpits. All right. So if you have moles and skin tags, you are constipated. I don't care if you are pooping three times a day, your body. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever poop you're doing, either increase or increase at least one more than what your body's already doing. Mm. So that's what tags are, stuff that should have been in the toilet. Now, now that your skin tags, this is it, no judgment, right? So you can just uh, apply castor oil very thickly to that area daily, and the, the skin tags will just fall off. They'll just it's fall very off. very nice. Yeah, fall off. Now, he's also got um, moles and other stuff there. But again, that's the constipation issue. But if he um, poops more, drinks more water, eats more vegetables, and applies castor oil generously to that area, then the skin tags he does have will start falling off. The moles he does have will start shrinking and flattening. Now, he can be more aggressive, in which case he can just get some um, Amphigel or the gum-numbing uh, medicine from the store, put that in the skin tag, get some uh, nail clippers and clip them off. Now, if you lift a skin tag up, you will see that it has a fat end and a skinny neck at some point close to the skin. You want to clip it right at that skinny neck, and that way you'll get either no bleeding or minimal bleeding, and the two edges of the skin will just fall and flatly go together, no scar, no one will ever know what you did. If you get bleeding, that would be three drops of blood, then just take a um, gauze pad and put it on the skin where it's bleeding and apply direct pressure, watch the clock, for five minutes, lift it up, bam, bleeding gone. Hmm. What did you say on the carotid thing? Because I have a friend who has that every now and then. Did you put something topically on it? I didn't get that. Did you put? Um, you can put um, castor oil uh, in that area, but thin the um, thin the thin the blood by drinking water. That's the, that's the ticket. Thinning the blood. Yeah, that's a simple way. And the best way to thin the blood, the blood is by drinking water. By drinking water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from Karen. Would you ask Dr. Daniels, what's the best way to slim down? Huh. I've been taking cow gelatin, and I think it's making me gain weight. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's becoming you a cow. You will not lose weight on cow gelatin. <laughs> She's becoming a cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She wants to slim down. The best way to slim down is to increase your water, increase your bowel movements, increase your vegetables. And if you can walk 30 minutes a day, you will see. Walk 30 minutes a day, increase your water, increase your vegetables, increase your bowel movements. You can easily lose a pound a day. Hmm. Just doing that. Yeah. I'm assuming she's overweight. Let's just make that assumption. I, I don't know, but she doesn't. She wants to lose some weight. Well, I'm just trying to say, if she's already underweight, then it's probably not a good idea. No, so. no, she's, she's, she wants to lose some weight, definitely, yeah. Right, but, but she should check the height-weight chart to see if she really mm-hmm. does lose weight. So I, I think there's a big body image issue that we first world people have. Yeah. Because we have so much wealth and abundance of food, the propaganda industry has sold us this get skinny, get skinny propaganda. And everybody wants to look like they're 16 the rest of their life. So, what you need to do is check your body weight uh, against that chart. And if you're in that range, relax. Also, they have a study out now about osteoporosis and breaking bones, and they found two things. One, being a vegetarian increases your chances of bone fractures by 50%. That's number one. Number two, being um, underweight more than doubles your chances of getting a bone fracture. And furthermore, being 10 pounds above the ideal body weight, 10 to 20 pounds above ideal body weight, lowers your risk of bone fractures. So you have to choose, I think, between 
the modern, what might be unrealistic uh, beauty standard and um, your health goals. So as we get older, like I'm 60 something, my biggest fear is not a heart attack, it's a broken bone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna strengthen those bones any and every way I can. And having strong bones that don't break is more important than um, having a 24 inch waist. Right. Just say it, yeah. right? And if you'll recall, a few years back, I uh, went mountain climbing and fell off the mountain. Ouch. Hit the ground and bounced. I want to tell people hitting the ground hurts, but bouncing hurts even more. <laughs> you hit the ground. Okay, we hit the ground. Like, oh, bump, bump. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but I did not break a bone. It's really fun to look back at some of the old art, and I'm not smart enough to know exactly during what period this is, but you've seen the pictures of the, you know, the kind of what we would call almost chubby girls, beautiful women with full breasts, and they were kind of fat. They were, in our term. Oh, yeah, the 40s. Yeah, yeah. Was that, no, was it that? I'm talking about way back, like a thousand years ago and stuff like that. Yeah. Artists, they would paint these pictures of these ample. Again, that was a time when people were starving to death and food was hard to get. Oh, so they so made they, them. Oh, I see. That was beautiful because, of course, women couldn't attain that <laughs> because the food was not available. And so you have to realize in every era, they just try to impose upon you whatever is unattainable so that you'll pay money to attain it. Oh, that's cr- that's brilliant. Yeah, I never thought of that. Right, yeah. That's how, yeah, so being a marketer, you create in the, in the target person a feeling of anxiety and deficiency mm-hmm. that cannot be satisfied with or without your product. And then you sell them the <laughs> that they hope yeah. will help. That's great, yeah, brilliant. Uh, hi, Patrick and Dr. Daniels. You mentioned the Russian Sheila Jet is the best under Dr. Daniel's recommendation in your home healing course. The eBay link does not find anything. The pure black brand in the Amazon link shows a tag that says made in USA. So it's actually from Russia then packed and processed here. I'd also love to know is there more than one brand of Shilajit from Russia? Are they all equally good? And how can I find the best one? All right. This guy wants the best one. So Russia takes great pride in their shilajit and the government has actually gotten involved in inspecting and regulating the quality of it. It's ah. like a national pride product, like like the American flag, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to have or it's not going to work. So they uh, heavily uh, regulate and inspect their shilajit. So pretty much, I think at this point, all the Russian shilajits are good. Now, any Russian company that's selling shilajit will send you a um, certificate of authenticity. And so that certificate of authenticity tells you how much impurities is in it, how much of this, how much of that, how much everything. Hmm. So you can know certificate of authenticity exactly what you're getting. Hmm. The shilajits that come out of India and other places don't have that. They're not. Um, they're they're not inspected, analyzed, and regulated. Hmm. And also, the shilajit that's from Russia, packed in the United States. You just don't know what happens in that step. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. They throw something else in the bottle as well. You just you don't really know. I used to think that chilaji was to- was toe jam from a dinosaurs, but not not really. What, what is it? What is chilaji? It's toe jam from dinosaurs and plants, so it's very diverse in terms of what decomposed to create it. <laughs> and because of that, it has an incredible. Uh, not only mineral profile, trace mineral profile, but these trace minerals are conjugated with organic um, substances and easily assimilated into your body. Wow. Yeah, it's really amazing. And do the Russians sell it to their people for strength, their longevity, all of the above? It's known as the um, banish, banish, it banishes weakness. Banishes weakness, so, oh, cool. Yeah. In the Russian culture, weakness is just not tolerated. It's frowned upon. That's right. You're weak, warned. None of this, uh, oh, you're disabled, give you a wheelchair. It's like, get up off that chair. Walk, get strong. <laughs> That's right. Get strong. <laughs> yeah. So take this whole strength thing serious. And so, Shilajit is known as a, oh, the destroyer of weakness. That's the, what it is. It's oh, the destroyer. The destroyer of yeah. weakness. I like that. Very poetic, right? Hmm. Yeah. Hello, Patrick. My question for Dr. Daniels is this. Colon, my son is 10 years old, 
and he's overweight. He weighs 160, <laughs> uh, weight, I'm sorry, 155.3, okay? Um, sleep apnea since he was eight. We've been trying to help him lose weight by implementing a vegetarian diet, no dairy and all, but we do eat soy products and doing family exercising. However, his problem seems to be getting worse. He's been sneaking food from the kitchen at night, falling asleep anywhere he sits down, and wetting the bed more frequently. Oh. Doctors say I should remove his tonsils and put him on a CPAP machine. Oh, my God. And I don't believe that will help him. Please tell me what I can do. Ten-year-old. Wow. The soy and all the fake processed products. Stop it. Stop it. Enough food for the day. When he goes to that refrigerator at night, it should be empty. The whole family to sit down and say, let us pray. Institute two days a week of fasting. I mean, just water only and an empty fridge. This kid should literally run away from home because there's no food in the house. So for a 10-year-old, if he's been eating soy, so you're talking about two, more meat and vegetables thing? I'm just telling you what's making him fat. I can listen and hear that the soy is making him the fat. The soy is making him fat, yeah much food in it so the wife of the house whoever's inhaling food needs to plan the food one day at a time this is no time for this household to be prepping mm-hmm. this kid could be so yeah i'd say a month without food he'd be about right so uh that's the starting point and then the other problem is the kid's hungry and so when he's hungry he's malnourished again nothing more nutritious than liver you honestly cannot beat it mm. so give the kid uh maybe Three ounces of liver and a piece of bacon every day. Oh, bacon. And yeah, that will banish all hunger. He won't. He won't be hungry. He won't be hungry. And then we brush his teeth. Have him brush his teeth any old way you want to. Brush and floss, and then have him swish with a super saturated salt solution. What's that? That is, you fill a glass with water and you put so much salt in it that the salt, some salt, settles in the bottle. You can't all dissolve. And have him swish, 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 and then spit. And that will actually kill his appetite. So that salt water swish will kill hmm. his appetite. I'll be. The liver and the bacon will kill his appetite. And somebody in that house needs to have the discipline of only enough food. So if anyone goes to that refrigerator at night, they're finding nothing. Maybe a head of lettuce. <laughs> and he'll go, Mom, what? what's to eat? What's, what's... We have kids that are fat. They have, it was a problem kid. Yeah. I said, not on my watch. This will not happen. We literally cleared out the fridge. It had nothing in it but literally some lettuce for her. We we had the whole family gave up butter just on her behalf. And then we put her in um, sports. I told her I didn't care what sports she joined. Just join sports. Go to every practice. As far as the game goes, she can win or lose. I don't care. Just get out there and play. And she stayed slim and trim until the day she left my house. And now she's 100 pounds overweight. But that's, she's an adult. It's on her. Yeah, yeah. We have a 75-year-old gentleman. He's got spider veins. He, he bikes, walks, Nordic track, ski machine. He works out. And he works at least 55 hours a week, too. Or does Doing? he work? Yeah. He doesn't say. Yeah, kind of. And just the last year, I've had some clumps of spider veins that erupt on my right leg. No history of varicose veins in my extended family. What do you think? Um, he needs some, uh, I would say pig ears would do it. So the reason you have spider veins is because you don't have enough subcutaneous tissue to cover the veins. You're seeing the veins. Everyone's got veins. But what you have is a depletion of the skin and the connective tissue that would have concealed the veins. So the pig ears would be the best mix of stuff that would restore that. And obviously maintain his hydration. That should do it. And then he's asking for his assistant. I guess he's got a company who helps him. VA hospital is useless. He's a former vet. He's sus- Thank you. He suspects yeah. ancient orange, but um, they're wanting to give him antipsychotic drugs. He's depressed. I've known him for almost 50 years, and he personally changed literally overnight about seven years ago. So he's just got this deep depression, and he doesn't know. He wants to try to help him. Mm. Probably the, um, 
VA is trying to lower his cholesterol. So the instant solution for depression is eating cow brain. However, this guy sounds like he's got more problems than that. So I would start him with liver, maybe, I don't know, four to eight ounces. Obviously, it's not just liver, it's salt, pepper, liver, onions, some white rice and vegetables. So that for maybe three or four days, he's going to feel better, more energetic. Then you can um, give him some uh, cow brain. And the cow brain dose is pretty small, like one or two ounces a day. That weight is pre-cooked weight. And um, the cow brain is even 10 times more concentrated nutrition than the liver. So he's going to have to, with that little two ounces of cow brain, eat a quart of water more than he usually would. Vegetables and rice, or believe it or not, the brain loves white flour. So... Hmm. um, a biscuit or a piece of bread or something. He needs some heavy-duty starch. Not much. Again, maybe two ounces. Hmm. He said, oh, have a great day. Thanks. He said, I I know you're from St. Louis, and we always like to go to St. Louis where we get Parmesan cheese and olive oil. <laughs> they, <laughs> they tell me these little stories. And we love to go to Canetto's on the hill whenever we can. That's great. Good for you. Okay, we have a 40-year-old retired as an Army colonel at 50. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. anyway, someone who's between 50 years old, we'll go for that. Okay, we'll <laughs> go for that, huh? Multiple tours in <laughs> Vietnam, uh, bathed in ancient orange on multiple occasions, completely normal when I retired and built two civilian businesses after that, starting going bonkers about 12 years ago and now 74. Okay. Uh, just par- paranoia. Paranoia is really the one thing he's asking about. He's even got a service dog. It's so bad. God, I love him. I guess he's got a detox, maybe, from... Liver and the, and the brain. I think we just need to get rid of his bonkers. <laughs> yeah, the bonkers is the issue. That's the issue. Now, obviously, he's got to have his water intake. He's got to be pooping three times a day. Then he's ready to go for the liver. And he will feel better with the liver. He'll kind of settle settle down. And then I would um, go with the uh, the brain after that. Mm-hmm. And the you eat it, and you're like, it's like you have a new brain. All of a sudden, your brain is just working, and it's thinking, and it's just doing things automatically. Like, wow. <laughs> Here we have a 60-year-old male for Dr. Jennifer Daniels. 20 years, I've had a golf ball-sized lump, wow, located on the base of my neck and shoulder. Gives me no pain or discomfort. It just needs, so I do I need to see a doctor? Golf ball? No, yours is harmless. Leave it alone. Forget it. You're doing great. Now, if you want to do anything about it, maybe um, just apply turpentine to it. Again, use the protocol. Go to vitalitycycles.com. Get the candidate cleaner report. You've got to be pooping at least three times a day. And you've got to be drinking uh, the proper water minimum. And once you've got those things in place, you can start applying um, turpentine to it. Hmm. It doesn't do anything. But honestly, if it's the same size for 20 years, ignore it. It's really, Just don't mess with it. Yeah. You're old, you've been married, you've had your kids, you know, everything that good looks is dependent upon, you pretty much, you know, you've done it. <laughs> We have Jim here, and he's avoided antibiotics and stuff. He's 60 years old. He's been taking salmon oil, um, no processed foods, some grass-fed beef, organic vegetables. Uh, I've read your Candida report, and I've taken turpentine a few times over the last month. How do I dissolve blood clots? The surgeon said the filter must be... Oh, okay, now he's getting into it. Two months ago, a vein filter was installed in his right leg near the pelvis because blood clots were found... Uh, via ultrasonic prior to an emergency surgery for a, a lung infection. Wow. Surgeon wants to remove. Uh, the filter must be removed. All right, all right, right. We got enough here. So stop the salmon oil. Uh, I would cut back the beef to half to a quarter of what he's eating. Uh, check his water against his weight. Make sure he's drinking a liter a day for every 50 pounds. All right, we got that. Then he wants to mix a quarter cup apple cider vinegar and a tablespoon of cayenne pepper. The cayenne pepper needs to be at least 60 heat units, anywhere from 60 to 90 heat units. So mix that whole 
thing and then take a teaspoon a day no not a teaspoon a day, teaspoon every uh three hours while awake should do it and that will dissolve all of his lumps not his lumps blood clots it will dissolve all of his blood clots in his leg and in his lung and he should be able to feel where the filter is and on one side of the filter probably is a bunch of clots because it's catching the clots it should be and on the other side is going to be nothing you should see that smooth right out hmm so the ACV in the cayenne helps the blood clots dissolve? It doesn't help. It dissolves. It, dissolves, it dissolves them. <laughs> and I know, well, we kind of help lift. No, it does the help. Oh, heavy lifting. It's not like the vaccine mask with social distancing where each one does a little bit, little bit, little bit. No, 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 no. no. It's all. It just does it. <laughs> does, that, does that also work for the people that have thick blood? Um, again, uh, we don't know what you're talking about, thick blood. But uh, it does dissolve the pulmonary emboli, the blood clots in the lung, the blood clots in the leg, the blood clots in the liver. It just gets rid of that whole area. Cool. And you have any blood clots in those areas. Why? Because those are all low-pressure systems that handle huge amounts of blood easily. So when blood clots in any of those three areas, leg, the liver, or the lung, you've been off track for some time pretty severely. And so I would stop the salmon oil and I would stop, uh, I would cut the beef back quite a bit. I don't know what else he's eating, mm-hmm. but if he eats vegetables, the vegetables thin the blood, the vegetables facilitate the circulation. 